Is it really genetics from what's holding a person back from getting into bodybuilding or just laziness? <laughs> of Definitely course. laziness. Hi. Hi. I'm finally ready. I was just making eggs and toast to our listeners. <laughs> They're late because I had to cook. <laughs> We're all just sitting here like, you know, whenever. Whenever's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, how is everybody doing? Good. How are you guys? I am 10 weeks out, nine and a half weeks out almost. So you already know. <laughs> the hunger is really hitting, you know? Last night was proper hungry. And I did have, like, for the record, I did have a refeed meal the day before, which usually leads to me being proper hungry the next day. But I was proper hungry to the point of needing the sugar-free carbonated water just to fill up my tummy at the end of the night. Oh, but yeah. that's how we know good things are happening. Hell yeah, that's exciting. Yes. How have you been feeling with your like upped cardio? <laughs> uh, yeah, you you get it. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it's did you been... drop your macros too? Yeah, I did because mm-hmm. I decided to jump into a show two weeks earlier. So I'll do the Vancouver Naturals regional show, and yeah, I just had to step it up, which was basically I don't know. It felt right because you know my family will be here. You guys can be there. It just felt like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically that puts me, you know, within two weeks, I've got to really step it up, right? Two weeks makes a big difference through through prep. So yeah, we had to do those things and we're feeling good, but my legs are tired every day now because of the cardio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, well, you are amazing. So I'm yeah, so excited. Thanks, ladies. I appreciate all of your second and third sets of eyes. And you started looking at suits. (laughs) I did. Well, I'm for sure going to be sending my old one back and getting it resized and getting a few more exciting stones and colors on there because I want it at least as a backup suit. And then, yes, I've been looking at a few more. So decisions, decisions. Exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. I like your suit, like that you have. Like I think the green looks really good on you, but I know you're kind of going to be embellishing it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know. I think even if you stick with it, I do think it's a good, like a really good suit for you. So thank you. I do like it. I've just gotten some feedback, just recommending maybe trying a different color and more because you know sometimes our tans can kind of clash a little bit with green like green can be it's really nice on a lot of people but I think just the last time when I was in front of that particular judge I had a really green tan so not the best luck but um yeah I think I'm gonna bring out like the blues and the greens in it and hopefully that pops really well with my blonde hair and lighter features so yeah it's exciting I can't wait and I know that it's going to be a really popular show because we don't get a lot of shows here on the West Coast. So, and it's right in smack dab in the middle of July. So it's going to be tough competition, I think, but I love it that way. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. And natural regional shows have like 
statistically, I think been bigger than the open. I think so too, especially because regionals, lots of athletes are, you know, truly are naturals coming and trying Mm -hmm. something for the first time. Um, Maybe not always, but that could be a part of it. Um, I'm not fully sure, but I know my regional, actually both of my shows that I did that were regionals were huge because the first one was a natural one. And then the second one was the first show basically on the West coast since the pandemic in 2021 at Van Isle. So it was a really big show, I think. Yeah. But that's all relative, right? It's not like an NPC universe or an Olympia or Arnold's. Yeah. Well, like you said too, like we don't get that many shows either. So when people have the opportunity to qualify or requalify, especially right before other shows, um, like quali- like pro qualifier shows, then yeah, typically it's a pretty good turnout. <laughs> yes. And if like our regional show for the van, it's going to be open and natural back to back, like on Saturday and Sunday. So probably lots of the athletes will be doing both if they are hopefully, you know, natural and able to do both. But um, yeah, I'm expecting it to be a huge turnout because like you said, the Van Pro is the next Van Pro qualifiers the next weekend. So oh, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait. Are, guys. You plan- are you planning on doing both? I am not sure. <laughs> mm. I've never done two shows back to back and I'm not planning on, I am for sure planning on volunteering at Van pro qualifier but I would also like to have the open qualification if possible in case I wanted to do another show later in the year I mean mm-hmm. if you did get the open qualification and you qualified for van pro like would you want to just jump into that I would have to see how I'm feeling I really would um I know Michelle if she's listening this she'd be really sad because she's like I really need you like you're an amazing volunteer and she asked me like a year ago to do it but obviously my own journey and my own like competing journey is super important to me so she would yeah and like like, and like Alice and I like there's obviously other people that like to do the presenting but Allison and I like we can snag that up if you're going to be on stage you guys can take care of it yeah we'll see when I get there right I Mm -hmm. try and take it one at a time but that would be pretty exciting that would probably lead to me doing at least four shows this year which is crazy Mm -hmm. yeah but definitely see how you feel because you never know like what's gonna happen or how you feel Mm -hmm. so yes I've learned that lesson hard to not plan too many shows it's so true it's not it's not worth it you never know who's showing up you never know if it's going to be your day. So one at a time for sure. Yeah, definitely. Here's the thing. If you get first in your class, go to Van Pro. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, if you win the overall, go to Van Pro. Yeah. If you get second, go. Because the person who got first <laughs> yeah. might, peak, might peak shitty. If you get third and there's two people that are way better than you, I wouldn't go. I would still consider it but I do agree with you Allison like first second overall 100% go yeah third yeah I would see how you feel especially if like the two that are battling for first and you're like the obvious third like if if the points were somehow usually the points are only close between first and second or second and third right but like if for some weird reason the points were very close like it wasn't clear that you were third and that second was second and first was you know what I mean like I'd consider it but if you were like 
an obvious third in terms of points, then like you're not probably going to do enough in a week to. Yeah, no, a week is yeah like a small minute mm-hmm. differences, but you know, if it was two year, weeks, maybe. Yeah, it depends, right? But and one that's is why I planned yeah. for it the way I did in the sense of you know doing Van Naturals. It gives you a full month before that pro qualifier like that's enough time to make pretty significant changes and I almost already know I'm going to be told to tighten up more because that's always been the struggle right so that's always a good thing to plan for yeah for me about a show a month apart I know I could make a good amount of change happen then where it's like Mm -hmm. one week maybe not depends on how I'm placed once again yeah and also too like I don't like you've never you've even said that um in the past you've never really gotten to that point of like a true suffer and like this time I know that the blinders are on and you're like more than willing to do that so you never know how you're going to show up like that might not be your feedback this time like you're taking a different approach right so fair enough I have faith in you I know you're going to go in there looking fucking awesome thanks guys I just know every prep is really different um in the past I've been leaner in my core at this point versus like less lean in my legs where I'm kind of more balanced like it feels like everything's coming off around the same amount this time so once again that could lead to a totally different look on stage so yeah I just try and take it for what those check-ins are day by day and week by week and yeah we'll Mm -hmm. see I don't even know if it's that you're leaner in your legs right now I think it's that you have so much more muscle that like there's so much more definition yes yes Um, that's it not leaner but like um, relative yeah. to before, everything's just more balanced. I'm, I didn't yeah. mm-hmm. in one area first versus another area, which I usually do end up having more adipose tissue in my lower body versus like my midsection goes really fast. So now yeah. it's kind of like feels a little more evened out, but I do agree. I think it is because of the muscle that's yeah. hopefully been put on. Yeah. Oh, you look great. And so also too, like we can't forget that like we have gotten older as well from no, the last time, was, right? So like our bodies, like our, everything is changing. Like my mom literally asked me the other day, she's like, do you find that you're putting on weight? Like we were talking about like competing and shit. And she was like, do you find that you're putting on weight easier than like before? I was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, a little mischievous. No it just keeps getting fucking worse. <laughs> yeah, like I was like McDonald's queen growing up and like, <laughs> I was so skinny and now it's just like now like yeah you can't do that anymore yeah it was crazy yeah my core is way different than it was when I was younger like younger it just just doesn't tighten like the same anymore like I don't even have kids or anything it's just (laughs) being older I just know that you're like like do you notice I'm like every damn day I notice I wake up (laughs) and my back's like we're older (laughs) yeah I know I've like literally had back pain for like a whole week and I'm like <laughs> this is why self-care all of the yeah massage and Cairo and everything I I really I think it makes a difference yeah it does sure. mm-hmm. I was showing one of my posing clients a stretch the other day to like help with her like twisting her back mobility I was like okay do this one and I like showed her and I could like barely even do it and I was like <laughs> <laughs> oh god because I haven't really fully posed like super properly in a few months since I broke my ankle and I'm just like getting back into it I'm like oh wow so yeah it's, 
a real shocker if you haven't been posing hard or you had a setback and it didn't allow you to. Like I was so scared when I finally recovered from my surgery. I was feeling the incisions pulling. Oh yeah. Twisted. I was like, this doesn't feel right. (laughs) But yeah, uh, it's not not bad anymore. Yeah, that's good. I know. Um okay guys, so we are doing listener questions and answers today. Episode 29. We're almost at episode 30. That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, I also just want to say I'm currently binge listening to our own podcast. And (laughs) since after last weekend, we went to the show together. Um and then I was wanted to listen to like something specific that we'd said and I couldn't remember what episode it was in. So I just like went back and I think I've been listening from like episode like 10 onward. And I just like kept listening to like all of them as I'm working or doing my cardio going for walks. And so and it felt like I was like hanging out with you guys like all week. <laughs> it literally felt like I was like with you. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we got to spend last weekend together, which was Probably not last weekend by the time this drops, but it was such a joy and, you know, just hanging out with the gal pals and we're all in the same community. And so it's kind of nice if we can do that together. Just I just kept that party going in my head. <laughs> Still with you. Um, okay, so we're doing listener questions and answers. And so we put up a question box um, and we got a bunch of questions, but I got one of them twice. So... I'm going to start with that. Two people asked, what is one thing you wish you knew when you started competing slash what do you wish you knew going into your first show? So Mm. that's such a hard one. There's so many things I feel like. (laughs) What's one thing I'm trying to think about my first show. You guys have to think back a lot longer than me. Um, I guess I can kind of jump into it. Like, I didn't know, I really didn't know shit. I'll be honest. <laughs> Cause I prepped myself. I, one thing I wish I knew was it's okay to give yourself more time rather than say, like, I have to do this in this many weeks, like start from a place where you're not, you know, in a bad place to start. And I think we've kind of all talked about what that looks like for, you know, for bodybuilding, right? You're have either have your cardio way too high or your food way too low or just too much body fat, right? You want to start in a good place and give yourself enough time to get there because I kind of accidentally, but managed to drop about 30 pounds in 10 weeks, which I believe was really too much. And you know, I still wasn't fully ready. And I believe if I drew out my prep a bit longer, it would have been a lot different of a result. And just, yeah, the process would have been more fun too. I hope that makes sense. Totally. Yeah, that makes sense. I would say, I agree. Give yourself time. Um, And just sometimes I think, I think people get emotionally attached to the idea of their first show. But, like, be all right if that changes. Um, Like, if you're not ready to, like, you know, oh, okay, I'll just do another one in a couple months or something. Or, like, if it's your first one, it's a bit different. Um, I, for me, I would say, like, don't listen to people when they're like, oh, you're totally going to win your first show. Because I didn't at all. So, 
Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Not right. that I was expecting to. I wasn't expecting to, but I think I just expected to do better. Like if people are hyping you up all the time, like, oh, you're going to do so great. And you don't know what to expect, but just mm-hmm. go in with no expectations whatsoever. Like literally like be happy with the idea that if you come last, that you look freaking bomb. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like, especially if it's your first show, like, don't forget that you literally probably went from dreaming about this forever to like looking incredible and having abs. So like celebrate <laughs> that, that, celebrate all the hard work you did, you know? I agree. And yeah. the other thing is the people that are telling you all of that hype. I mean, to them, you look like a god or goddess, right? Because you do actually, you know, you have the abs, you're probably way leaner than you usually are. So yeah. they don't know what you're being compared to. So yeah. all they see is you and versus the old you. And of course, they're going to tell you you're going to win. But yeah. yeah, that's not really what you need to hear. Because the last thing you want is to feel disappointed on your show day if things don't turn out that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you're not going to stay stage lean. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to use a show to like get lean and then like to stay kind of lean after it. Like you're probably going to go back to where you were before, but it won't look the same and it won't be the same. You have more muscle, you have better composition. Like, I don't know, like just don't, don't expect. Yeah, that body even remotely to stay around because it might not in, in every case. So that's facts. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say I wish I knew that my goalpost would always be moving. I think that was like one thing that I was like, I feel like I have reached my goals many, many times, but my goals keep changing and moving. So I've the whole like quote, like proud, but never satisfied. Like, you know, that whole thing (laughs) It's so true. So again like I feel like don't get so hung up on like one look or one weight or one of something because you might surpass that many 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 times and your goals will always be changing and moving and the work is like literally never done like literally ever so that's just one thing to that like not that I was really hung up on one thing, but no one really ever explained that to me that like, once you get to where you want to get to, like, it'll not even be what you want anymore. I know. And even if you get to where you wanted to get to, the sport will have surpassed or other people will show up and be better than you. So you Dude, just when keep I, showing up and being better. Like, like when I first started competing, if I went out with the muscle that I have now, I would, would probably be too muscular. Like when I first started competing, almost like it was like eight years ago now oh yeah like shit was so fucking different then so you're so right like the sport has like developed and changed so incredibly much so just remember that the work is literally never done yeah and it will for it will for new competitors too but it's cool like that's a good thing that means there's always something to work on like bodybuilding never ends and that's cool it's cool but like sometimes and here's another thing that I wish I knew too it's okay to take a break and it's okay to take a breather and it's okay to have balance in your life. And it's also okay to not want to compete anymore. I think a lot of people really, really get so hung up on like this image around it as well. And like feeling like the only way to be quote unquote fit or in the fitness industry is to be competing. And like, that's not the case either. So Oh, yeah. um, it's okay to like take breaks and it's okay to like be quote unquote normal <laughs> for a little mm-hmm. bit too 
Yeah, that's so true. I think that it's actually beneficial to do that, not just okay. You know, it's more than okay. And you will probably, as long as you're not completely going off the rails the whole time, obviously life shit happens, right? Hard things come up and, you know, you might not be on your diet or you might forget about lifting for a long time. But for the most part, if you're not completely off the rails, you'll come back in a better place, right? Sure. Than you left, or you can be if you, you know, still choose to be. So it's not, yeah, it's not a forever thing. Mm-hmm. I, I take breaks where if people looked at me, the last thing that would guess is bodybuilder and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Um, <laughs> I know that one where people are like, oh, you bodybuild? I'm like, yes I'm soft right now thank you I did (laughs) a show once and then I like rebounded kind of hard and I was like on this camp trip we're in we're in a boat so I was like in a bikini and I was like yeah I just competed like a couple weeks ago and like literally someone said that to me they're like oh I would have never guessed you competed and I was like stop okay well that comment They, that person needs to be thrown overboard i'm just sorry i know i was like oh my god that's so fucking rude especially because i rebounded too and i knew that so but like what if what if like you had what if you were like someone that had lost like 50 pounds to get to stage and like you were so proud of yourself and then someone says that to you it's like i mean you don't fucking that know wasn't what, my case so no, but i'm I know, not too but, sure no what i'm saying like anyway regard like just you never thought you don't say anything about people's bodies like that that's just, no, yeah no, yeah it was not necessary no, no it's <laughs> not um okay we have a ton of questions and not a lot of time left so let we should answer like let's try to answer fast because there's a lot of really good ones actually okay. um is second place a loss yes yes <laughs> and no and no <laughs> I mean, if you're going for first, then yes, you didn't get first. So it is a loss. But did you beat yourself? Maybe yes. Then it's a win. Yeah. Yeah, It depends where your expectations are. Because I'm the queen of second so far. And I'm never going to do it again. (laughs) I'm putting it out there in the universe. Yeah. The first time time, second was the biggest win of my life. Because I had never stepped on stage. And I had zero expectations. The second time... I had a lot more expectations for myself, even though things didn't go exactly as I planned with the peak. There was a lot of stress one day out and I missed it by a lot. And the second was a hard loss for me. So yes, it depends. Interesting. I got second once and the woman that beat me was so much leaner than me and like more density. She was a little bit older. She ended up winning her master's pro card, like a week later and I was like okay well I'm not mad like I lost to a pro <laughs> so I wasn't like you know but like I just said I just called it a loss like I lost mm-hmm. to a pro well, but I it was still it, it matters yeah, it, I think it matters who you play second to yeah and how you play second like I mean if it was my first show I'd be like that's sweet if it was my first nationals I'd be like that's amazing like you know but um God, it would hurt at nationals, though. I've only ever got third. At I nationals got second before. at nationals. Ugh. Missed my to pro card by like, a couple points. To, yeah. to Shanice. Yeah, so, like, she's now an Olympian. And honestly, yeah. like, I'm okay with that. I'm trying to I think to, like, that show. Yeah. 
I don't know. Okay. So it's, I think it depends on the scenario, but like, it is still worth celebrating. Like looking back, you look at the fact that like, okay, I was a top national athlete, like years in a row. I'm, I'm all right with that, but, um, perfectionist mindset, is it good or is it actually bad? Depends. That's kind of a broad, are we talking in prep? Yeah. As a bodybuilder. Then yes, I think it's like when I'm in prep, all of a sudden I am a perfectionist. I'm super fucking organized. Everything's to a T. Everything's planned. Every like, and I'm not really like that in my daily life. But as soon as prep starts, it's like it's weird. Like my mindset, it's like I turn into a straight up Virgo and go crazy, like so organized and shit. Um, and I think in order to be a successful bodybuilder through a prep, you kind of have to be mm-hmm. perfection, like aiming for perfection I think is okay but beating yourself beating yourself up if you don't hit it perfectly then maybe like take a take a step back but yeah well said because at the end of the day if you're you know you're losing sleep over it increasing your cortisol over it because it wasn't perfect guess what you're probably hurting yourself a lot more than if you know you missed it by a couple percent here and there like and I'm talking whatever maybe a minute of your cardio or couple yeah. grams of your protein or something right like the stress is never worth it in prep um but I absolutely agree with you Ash I become a lot more of a perfectionist in prep like I won't I won't cut my cardio a minute short like I can't do it right stuff no. like that you just you <laughs> get it done to the to the t yeah and like I've figured out during prep how to hit my macros so it's like zeroed out on everything and I just ate that exact thing every day like like you don't have to do that, but I mean, I think- someone else might be doing that. So when you step on stage and you didn't do that and someone beside you did, they might beat you because of that. Right. So, yeah. yes. And overall being more consistent in basically everything you do in prep should lead to a better result. Mm-hmm. So perfection kind of helps with that. Yeah. I mean, I will stop a set halfway if like, I know that I'm not in it you know, and I'll like re-rack the weight and I'll just like stop and I'll collect myself and be like, okay, let's do this again. Like, I'm not doing it if it's not right. So like, yeah, it matters. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but in my off season, not a perfectionist. And I think that's no. okay. I'm like a um, fucking disorganized chaos. <laughs> Aries energy. Yeah. <laughs> Is Aries disorganized? No, I don't chaos, know, but we're pretty chaotic. Oh, that's my that's my like not my main sign, but my rising sign. So maybe that's where I get get it from. It's gotta be. Let's all just turn this into a horoscope astrology point. <laughs> yeah. I actually talked about that this morning. Apparently, me and my boyfriend are the perfect match. So <laughs> yeah, I know. Me and my boyfriend are complete opposites. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Literally. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah um okay how do you get sponsors supplements athletic wear etc so So i've had a couple of sponsorships and i've gotten them different ways um i got one sponsorship for winning a show i got um sponsorships just from instagram i've also gotten sponsorships from continuously and i'm talking almost every day tagging that company with videos of me using their product and me yeah. just blatantly saying, Hey, sponsor me. Um, yeah. And like reaching out to the company too. I've done that as well. 
I would, I feel like you nailed the answer. Cause like, it's exactly the same. Like I want to yeah. show and I tagged the products that was like in the bag and then they reached out and they were like, Hey, do you want to work with me or whatever? It's like, okay. And then my friend was sponsored by some company and then they ended up seeing me through her page and then they were like, Hey, we really like you. Like we want to work with you too. And your friends with our other sponsee and like you guys could po- post stuff together. Um, I've asked before like, Hey, I'd love to work with you guys. Um, yeah. Or just like knowing people in the industry, like it can kind of just happen anyway, but just because one person like offers you something, don't take it right away. Like, Oh yeah. Think hard about it. So. And also too, I just got to put this out here and make sure when you're like, if you are considering a sponsorship and ambassadorship, if they ever ask you to buy their products, just straight up, just say no. It's a fucking scam. If they message you and they're like, Hey, we, we want like, you to be on our team whatever whatever oh you get 30 percent off our product just say no if a company is actually serious you will never pay for anything yeah and that doesn't mean you're going to be making like oh we're going to pay you thousands of dollars a month to we use our products like unless you're an olympian like a top olympian that's not going to happen but um, if they're asking you to pay for your stuff yeah, no. they know like that's yeah. not a, it's not a like real sponsorship yeah like oh no thank you I'm looking for you know I'm looking for sponsorships not ambassadorships it's like a really good answer I mean you can be an ambassador and still not pay for stuff like yeah like like yeah if, or if you're there's so many companies out there that shoot these like generic messages out yeah, and they will yeah. scam the fuck out of you they don't care about you yeah but I, I was love, just putting that out there I love the passion in this because it's true like th- there are man there's a hundred and one everyone's got their own you know fitness wear brand now like yeah. it's just it's all yeah. out there and you gotta really be pick pick and choose especially if you you know you actually care about what you're promoting you're not just looking to be oh I'm a sponsored athlete right if you care about what you're promoting be choosy with who you let approach you and who you represent mm-hmm. um, I don't really have a lot of experience in this way but I do you know I do I'm affiliated with a company that ends up is my old landlords like there's a really close connection there and I I like work with him because I respect what he's done and like how he's built this and I have that yeah personal connection and I think that could be a really cool way to yeah to really like represent with a company that you care about the person who owns it too so take Mm -hmm. time look into maybe owners or like who yeah the CEOs of companies yeah there's a there's a company that I that I actually currently I really want to work with right now. Um, I'm not going to mention who it is, but there's it's a company that I've known for a very long time and I love their product a lot. And like I would love, like literally love to work with them and promote them every day because I actually would use their product every day. Um, like it's not greens, but for example, I use greens every day. So like, wouldn't that be beneficial to have a greens sponsorship? But mm-hmm. I don't want to like work with a supplement company just because I like their greens because what if I don't use their protein and I like and they don't have a vegan protein for example um or I don't use their pre-workout because I don't use pre-workout like I worked with all max and I couldn't even eat a protein bar and talk about it because they were like well technically it's a supplement I'm like well you don't even have protein bars like 
but I wasn't allowed to even tag them. So like there can be restrictions around it, but there's a company that I, that I currently really want to work with and they are apprehensive because they've had an athlete that they like signed up with and then it didn't work out and stuff. So, and they're like a smaller local company. So, um, I don't know, but I think that that's just something like if I tag them a lot and just like stay in contact with them, like I can build their trust and like, maybe like they really will see that it could be a, like beneficial relationship working both ways. So sometimes it can just really be like getting to actually know the people that run it like message the actual owners, go up to them at booths at shows and talk to them, like, you know? So, um, yeah, just something to consider. Because you don't, you don't want to be with a, a company where you have to, like, you have to post, like, five times a week and they're watching you and it's, like, like it, it just, it's a job at that point. And if you're not getting paid, don't work for free. Well, that's why, like, you have to make sure that, like, it's, it's not something where you're you're paying because yeah, like yeah. at the end of the day, like my sponsorships, I even have sponsorships now where like I signed a contract and I signed a contract every year saying I will post this many times a week on my story, on my grid. And if I don't do that, like I don't get my monthly allowance. Yeah. Um, most of the time though, like I'm not going to lie, like I'm pretty wishy-washy on like actually doing my sponsorship posts and like they're pretty like chill about it yeah like most of the time they're pretty chill but like they're like I I do something for them and I get something in return like it's a win-win situation so just make yeah. sure that it like feels good yeah yeah because even if you get free products but they only give you like 60 dollars worth of free product and you have to post four times a week that's 60 bucks divided by four weeks that's $15 a week and you're making four posts that's like less than $5 a post and how long do you spend on it like are you taking all this extra time to like set up your cup perfectly and take a video and pour it and it's like it's just not worth it's not worth the $60 like of product a month so like do the math you know so anyway um Okay, next question. Training with imbalances. I'll always have one calf that's smaller than the others due to surgery. Do the judges care? Well, yeah. Yes. And I think you're very lucky that it's a calf because if it was your glute and it was like significantly imbalanced, like it would be a a major detriment. Um, But like it does impact the overall look for sure yeah but yeah. I think that in your case yeah you're to the person asking like you're super lucky it's a calf because that's not where your eyes go first if we're, talking, just, like, hmm? Sorry? Like if we're talking bikini yeah I mean if yeah. you're a men's yeah. bodybuilder you're yeah they're gonna look yeah for sure they're gonna look at that just make sure yeah. that you're like isolating it and trying to build it to equal size yeah yeah this is they do suck and there are some ways you can pose around certain things but at the end of the day you know it's a very aesthetic sport if you're having balances and they're important for the criteria of the division yeah you're going to get scored down compared to someone who doesn't have it and that's unfortunately the harsh reality of bodybuilding yeah how well, do I mean, you that's got- why is at the end of the day yeah how do you how would you approach the training to it like if you knew the lateral stuff the other 
like just do extra. I would just do extra on that side, like put all the focus and like, don't just do like half-ass sets, like give all your focus, especially if you know, it's your, like a weaker side. Like yeah, slow, would you slow down the reps, do extra if you need to just make sure you're feeling it. Right. And if you're not feeling it, then there's no point, like really take the time. I see so many people just go through the motions with training and that's not what it is. Yeah. Like every rep should hurt always. <laughs> Basically. Hurt. Like you shouldn't be able to do more at the end of your workout. You know? Yeah. Maybe not hurt, but yeah, you should feel it. <laughs> I mean like hurt good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. You're just like everything like hurt. <laughs> um Okay, stage makeup tips and tricks. That's all you guys. <laughs> yeah, so I love doing stage makeup. Love, love, love it. Mm-hmm. My biggest tip is do not put the same fucking color of foundation as your body all over your face. Do not Two do it. Lighter. Your face needs to be lighter. You will be so muddy looking. It won't even be funny. I'm not even going to lie. When I do my stage makeup, I actually use my normal color foundation and then I just contour with the same color of the tan. Like I've found the right foundation color and I'll just contour with that. Um, But I actually, as a base, use my normal foundation. Yeah, I use like a few shades darker than my natural skin and a few shades lighter than the tan. Like something halfway in between. And then, yeah, just, I use bronzer to, or yeah, contour around the edges, basically. Yeah. If you like need to, like, I have like over the years practiced my own makeup and like by no means was it very good in the beginning, but there is YouTube videos out there that actually walk you through how to do competition stage makeup. And I just highly recommend going and watching some videos before you do it and practice like practice so many times because you don't want it to be a stressor of your day like I do my own makeup because it's relaxing to me and it's part of my like chill out routine um but if it's going to be a stress for you watch videos practice or just pay to get someone else to do it yeah um I like sparkles on like nothing too crazy but I would just say that's like a little trick. I like sparkles. I also, I'm not a sparkle girl, but I really like a nice shimmer. Yeah. I do agree with you. Add a little extra. And honestly, go a dramatic as fuck because once you're actually on stage, it's not going to look nearly as dramatic. So I've actually made that mistake as well with my face. I didn't do my blush dark enough. And when it was on stage, it kind of washed out to be all the same color. You have so to really blush. go hard really Please go hard with blush. the brush yeah, yeah. like pink, go hard peachy, with it peachy bright pink yeah. salmony like rosy mm-hmm. like you've got like 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 pink because yeah. if you don't you look dead blush makes you alive it makes you look younger it makes your cheeks look fuller it's really important um yeah. it's just so pretty and healthy like that healthy glow that you just don't have when you're not healthy at the end of a prep yeah. Um, um don't do a nude lip please for fuck's sakes but also don't do like clown red unless you can absolutely perfectly nail it like unless like you're doing the, like if you're doing like the lana yeah. dunbar look go ahead but 
you got to do it right. It's got to be the right red. For Don't sure. I not actually... wear red lip with like a green suit. I no. Oh God, no. No. Um, I actually went and looked at like V the makeup artist. She is amazing and she does most of the top competitors. And I actually noticed that she uses the exact same lip shade for almost every single person. And I actually really tried to mimic it. It's like, it's actually kind of what I'm wearing on my lips right now. It's more of like a darker, almost purpley nude, yeah. but on stage, it's stunning on everybody. So that's another tip that I have is if you like somebody's makeup style, just go creep their page and even find someone that has kind of the same like skin tone or hair color as just you. Just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of like v. copy. Yeah. Go to V the makeup artist and like look for an athlete that has like similar features to you, like skin tone, eye, hair, whatever. Um, the last thing is your eyelashes. They can be long, but you don't want them so long and so thick that they create a shadow on your face from the true from the lights above. So yeah, yeah. Because I've seen that, and then you look like a demon because you look like your eyes are like black. Yeah. Um penciling your eyebrows because they'll disappear if you don't. That's a good especially if you're blonde. Uh yeah that's about it okay we're, we're flying through these but these are fun questions um what do you listen to when you're training Ooh, good question um I switch it up depending on my mood but I either listen to like extremely heavy metal um I really like melodic death metal <laughs> so I'll listen to that um or I found this weird style of like rap music that's like I don't know how to even describe it I can share the playlist with you guys though it's kind of like yeah it's more like sound with like rap (laughs) I don't know I'll send it to you guys did you share it with us one time I think I did yeah I don't think I liked it personally um it's like yeah like I don't listen to music when I train I hear it but I don't listen to it so if you're not really like a listener of the music you just kind of have it in the background this playlist yeah. is good for you but if it's you actually listen, yeah if you yeah it's really background music so if you really actually listen to music when you train it's probably not really for you I need like the lyrics to be like punching me in like the frontal <laughs> cortex like I need to be like fully like in the words so I listen to rap so I'll listen to like Dax or NF or like like a like basically just um what do you what is it like when you don't have a label Mm, independent independent yeah like I just listen to like independent rappers um Dax is like my favorite he's the best I love NF or like token i always listen to eminem um too i hate so i like i'm like i'm like the only millennial white girl who like genuinely does not like him <laughs> yeah you're, um, you're diehard for russ it's okay yeah oh, russ God, yeah russ is good i've got to get into him more um but like that's if i'm in like a heavy mood i'll listen to that every once in a blue moon i'll like go listen to like system of a down or avenge sevenfold um but or I listen to like female indie pop like or French music like French indie pop rap 
Oh, Allison, I actually have a playlist of like mostly French rap. Um, oh my god, so, send it to me. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I also have another one of like Spanish rap. I've oh, actually okay. been really getting into that too. That's cool. Um, I really like it because actually Russ has been <laughs> featuring on a lot of like Spanish artists and like French oh, okay. artists. So oh, that's my cool. algorithm picks it up and I fucking love it. I love French music. Like there are so many, like Emma Peters, if I mean it's an English name, but she's a French singer she's so good or like jane or like stromay i don't know how to pronounce it but he's like a french like rapper pop sing anyway love them all so yeah i have two words lincoln park (laughs) (laughs) this has been my (laughs) they've been my since like i was 10 years old (laughs) and when i was into rock climbing i was always yeah they were just that was what hyped me up and yeah usually like I don't even need music to train like I really can be in my own head and when I worked out at West Coast Iron for example like they just play a lot of old school rock and roll like Van Halen, ACDC, all of those and I grew up with that with my dad so I was just I accept it like I enjoy it for what it is but if I am at a gym where it's like less bodybuildery where I'm at now it's just like I have to fully be in the music and Lincoln Park does that for me because there's like the right amount of you know Chester Bennington yeah. screaming slash intense lyrics it's a good balance <laughs> yeah that's why I like melodic death metal because it's like super heavy like screaming and shit which I really like and then it gets yeah. always broken up with some singing because <laughs> you need a little bit of that because sometimes it gets a little bit demonic and you're like oh my god I'm kind of scared <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, and then, but they always like throw in a good guitar solo too, which I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, good taste, everyone. Good taste. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. What else we got for questions here? Uh, okay, we got all those. All right. Is it really, <laughs> oh, Gene? Is it really genetics from what's holding a person back from getting into bodybuilding, or just laziness? <laughs> of <laughs> Definitely course, laziness. <laughs> Oh man. I mean, it depends. If I don't know, I guess that's like dependent on the Most situation. People don't have horrible genetics. Like, it's not often that you look at someone and you go, that poor soul, like their genetics just suck. Like, the only person who I can think of that everybody might know who it is is John Meadows, even though like the listeners to this podcast might not. He had the worst genetics in the world and he still, yes, rest in peace, but he still was a pro bodybuilder with an incredible career and he had the worst genetics. Like he literally had the, the most narrow clavicles that you could like imagine and like wide hips and he was still a pro and like trained the best athletes in the world. And like, so no, it's not genetics that's holding you back. Um, yeah, I I won't even go as far to say laziness because this sports, it's got to be motivated by more than like whether you're feeling are you lazy to do it or are you motivated to do it like it's deeper like you have to want that shit right yeah like we just met um this angel sweetheart girl hannah when we were at the bodybuilding show and she came and trained with us the next day and we had mentioned oh yeah she is like her shape is amazing like she looks so good and she was training with us and i was like damn this girl's like she's got a 20 inch waist on stage if she died yeah and Gabby, it might have been you or Allison. You're like, oh, you should think about competing. And she was like, no way. 
So like, it really depends on the person, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really not. And for she's definitely anything but lazy. Like, she's a very hard worker. It's all evident, yeah. right? So, oh my God. yeah, it's, it's more complex than that. But just yeah, knowing yeah. the context, that was Jean's question. Oh man, that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Jean, you're so funny. Um, but yeah, g- genetics only hold you back if it's like you with the exact same amount of muscle per square inch of your frame, like muscle density and conditioning as Laura Lee, she's going to beat you. Mm-hmm. Like her genetics are better. Like at the top 10 of Olympians in any category, genetics play a role because you simply can't beat someone. It Like those people in any, in any category, fitness, men's physique, like bikini, whatever, like they have wide clavicles, narrow, um, narrow waists, like really nice insertions. Like insertions is where your muscle actually connects to the bone. It's different on everyone. It creates a different look. So at the top, 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 top of the sport, everyone's got good genetics, but that's not going to hold you back from doing well or even turning pro or do doing well as a pro yeah yeah so do we cover that i think that's covered yeah yeah okay um ooh, any hacks for keeping your meals interesting when you're eating similar foods daily no. no, because I just eat the same plain thing every day. Honestly, my advice personally coming from me, get over it. I love you for that, Ash. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Bodybuilding is a lot of repetitive stuff. If you really care about it more than just like a dieting down, getting on stage experience, like your training's probably going to look pretty much the same. Your eating's going to look probably pretty much the same and your physique will benefit from it especially the last eight weeks of prep. So pretty much before then, yes, variety, you know, there are different things you can do, right? You can have your oats warm or you can have them overnight oats that are cold, right? (laughs) That's as much variety as it gets though for me. Like when it comes to meal prep, don't change too much around because your digestion could be affected by it. And that's ultimately the goal is not, you know, how things are tasting or what you're eating. It's how you're digesting it, how your body's using it. Yeah. I'm just not very good at cooking or being creative. So I'm okay eating the same thing. But I know Allison, your meals always look good. I love being creative. So even something simple like I eat my protein oats every morning and it was blueberries every day for two months. And after a while I was like, I just don't want to eat blueberries right now. So I went and got some pineapple and I'm having pineapple with my fruit as my fruit instead. And then when that runs out, I'll go back to blueberries. And then when I get bored of them again, I'll go get strawberries. Like, you know. But that's um, as much of the variation is, right? It's not like, yeah, like it's, it's not that exciting. No. Um, just find the meals that you like to eat and stick with them. And that doesn't mean eat protein, oats, every meal because you don't like eating chicken and rice and vegetables. Like, you got to eat that too. So, like, make a meal plan or come up with meals or get a meal plan from a coach or however you want to do it um that provides you everything you need you know I always like to for me I like to have my protein oats once a day I like eggs and toast I love a big ass salad and then I have like a basic bodybuilding meal every day like 
you know, steak, rice and veggies or chicken and potatoes and broccoli or whatever, like, you know, um, so it's just, yeah. And with this, with the salad, I can like switch up the dressing or have chicken instead of tuna or shrimp or like, but it's, it's all like the same thing, but. Yeah. And you can find like different ways how to like cook your chicken. Like sometimes I air fry mine. Sometimes I make it into like chicken nugget style. Sometimes I shred it, you know, but like Gabby said, like the variations don't stray too far. Yeah. It's like, you got to eat every day anyway. So like just pick and you don't want to eat for pleasure because you'll be unhealthy straight up. Like if I ate for pleasure every day, I wouldn't even be a healthy human. So, I know. <laughs> you know, if you want, if you've got to eat every day and you've got to eat to take care of your body, then just find the ones that are the most enjoyable and like, then just get over it. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> but like it really, at the end of the day, like if you're new, nut- if you're nutritionally satisfied, like if you're getting all the protein and fats and carbs and n- fiber and micronutrients and everything that you need from your diet like you're not going to have that many cravings mm-hmm. it's only it's when so you start it's only when you start to be in a deficit that like other foods start looking good so mm-hmm. like the person who asked this question is my client who's in like a very slight deficit it's just enough that like i can tell she's like it's just annoying yeah mm-hmm. he's like i'm you know i'm just getting a little hungry by the time my next meal comes or like i'm just starting to think about food a bit more and i'm like yeah this is this is why you're asking the question, like, how do I make it more interesting? And like, just be creative with like all of the foods you have too. So instead yeah, of eggs and toast, spices. Yeah. Like instead of eggs and toast, sometimes I'll like do protein French toast with egg whites and some like almond milk and with my bread. And then my fats, I'll use peanut butter and I'll mix it with protein powder to like make up the protein and like mix that with water and make like a little sauce and so the macros are the same and the idea is the same. It's just tastes good with a little cinnamon on top, you know, like, mm. yeah, that's yeah. way more creative than I get, but I'm also probably the one with the unpopular opinion, but I don't care for peanut butter at all. Even almond butter, like doesn't do it for me. And that's probably a good thing for prep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> there comes a point where I'm like, I don't even think I should have this in my house. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it just never, never did it for me, which is, yeah, definitely for the best. <laughs> um, okay, we've got a couple more questions here. I have a little bit more time than I thought, but and there's so many good ones. Um, we'll rapid fire them. Okay. Yeah, let's wrap. Favorite pre-workout meal, go. Uh, <laughs> chicken and rice. <laughs> yeah. Yes, actually, chicken and rice. That's mine. Mine has been eggs and toast lately, but if it was my choice, it would be uh, protein oats and it could be, but I just prefer having them in the morning. So it's been eggs and toast, but like my ultimate pre-workout protein oats with fruit and peanut butter. Um, let's see. Okay. This is from my friend who's very pale. <laughs> uh best suit color for albino people but she just means very 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 pale people um I think, not very pale. yeah i was gonna say on stage you're not very pale but i think it depends more on your hair and eye color yeah blue blues are always good for i'm trying to think of very pale 
very blonde, like very light skinned people, like like Gabby. Blue. Yeah. Maybe the right Blue, purple. Green, purple. Like that whole that general family. And if you're going red, go for a really cool red, not a warm orangey red, like a cool undertone red, I think. Yeah. Not too burgundy, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. All right. Um, what workout, how do our workout splits differ between the three of us? What's everyone's current workout split? Good question. Upper, lower, basically. I'm that's just super good. basic right now. Um, yeah, it's just, it's sometimes, at some point it's been, you know, like push pull legs, but upper, lower. Do you, when you say upper, like, do you do everything at once or is it just shoulders and chest or shoulders and arms or back and chest? Or do you do like literally all upper body movements? Well, I'll put it this way. I've never trained arms ever. I've never okay. trained core ever. And I don't really bench or do much chest anymore simply because of like post-surgery. So basically shoulders and back. And that's a little bit of stuff for like interior delts. So Yeah. You've never trained arms? I've never trained arms. Oh, I stopped crazy. training arms like four years ago or three years ago. Oh, yeah. God. I got to train them hard. Yeah. Mine are there. They're all good. Um, my split is like pretty basic right now. Like when I'm training with my coach, it's kind of like very specific to me. Like, like if I told you my old split, you'd be like, what the fuck? Um, but my split now is I pretty much do what Gabby does just like upper lower, but my upper body will be like, I'll just do shoulders one day, back one day, arms one day. And then my lower, I'll be like glutes, glute ham focus. And like, yeah, maybe calves in there a couple of times. Mine used to be way more intense too, but I do shoulders and chest. And when I say chest, I mean one exercise. Um, and then I do legs and my legs is always glutes and hamstrings, but I'll do like my glute max focus, like lengthened glute exercises, such as like RDL or good mornings, um, on one leg day. And then I'll do a back day and then my next leg day. So it's like shoulders and chest, legs, back legs. And then my next leg day is like uh, training the glutes in the shortened position. So like more glute media. So like hip thrusts or kickbacks or things like that. So I'm, um, but hamstrings, I still hit them on the second day too. Cause I don't really train quads much. I'll do, I do leg press now, but it's just on the pin loaded machine, more of like a seated sled leg press rather than like, where the platforms coming down at you? Like you're more horizontal because I can't really press that hard with my since I hurt my ankle, but also I can't really build my quads any more than they are. So I'll just use the seated one. And like, that's, that's all I hit for my quads still making it glute focused, but yeah, that's my split. It's very simple. Upper, lower, upper, lower. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> yeah. I used to, my old split was glutes three times a week and shoulders twice a week and then other things thrown in like some yeah. there and you know I, I train glutes three times a week and then upper three times a week was that when you were with jamie 
No, that's what I'm doing now. And yeah, I've been training glutes three times a week for a couple years now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, I will get back. Mine do not recover. Like I have done it before, but I definitely don't. I need to just get my hamstrings working. <laughs> yeah. Like since I've started training three to four days a week, like my sessions are so much harder that I, I can't train three days a week now, but it took a long time for it to shift to that. But I know that I will go back actually fairly soon to three days a week of glute training. So I'm going to do less exercises per day and stuff. So yeah, which I'm looking forward to as well. Yeah. My training style is like changing. I'm just so sick of being put in a box yeah. for bikini, but that's, I know, a, whole other, it's that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Yeah. That's a whole other episode. Okay. So have you ever had your period right before the show day or does it disappear for a while? I got my period literally minutes before I went on the Olympia amateur stage. Oh. I've never actually lost my period ever through prep ever. I only did last year for the first time or last like season. I've been on my period. Like I've gotten my period. I've yeah. It just so happened. Like, I think it's happened to me two or three times that I've gotten it like the day before or like the day of. Yeah. So now too. maybe TMI, but I never ever step on stage without a tampon in ever just because there you, go. you got the yeah mentally and physically prepared I just don't I don't even fucking risk it wow yeah no I I lose mine usually about a month before and it takes me about a month to get it back so mm. I mean it's only happened twice and so far that's been the case and yeah I think I don't know maybe whatever reason it happens it, it happens I just accept it and I know how I can get it back like there's different herbs and stuff you can take for it. So I pretty much just let it happen and then get it back. <laughs> yeah, I lost, I only lost it the last season, like the fifth year competing every other year I didn't. And I think it was just a really hard, really hard prep at the end. And I lost it for like just under two months, like the one month before the show. And then I got it a month after the show. So mm-hmm yeah yeah I don't even know like when my period was supposed to be like I'd have to go look at like the tracking app to see like exactly how many weeks I didn't have it but basically I missed like one or two periods or something so it happens yeah um and I would like to not have that happen again like I think it's I mean, yeah, no, it's never (laughs) ideal to lose your period for a long time. Obviously, when you're deep into prep, your hormones are going to be messed up. So it takes a bit to get it back. Mm -hmm. Okay, hold up. Did I disappear? You're back. We lost you for a second, but we kept rolling. (laughs) Oh, okay. I hope it, like it told me that when I joined again, that it's recording. So I'm like, I hope it didn't stop recording while I disappeared for a minute there. No, I think you're good. Think good. Okay, so um, next question. We've only I, got I guess we could probably hit like one more question. Yeah, let's see. Get a fun one if we have one. Uh, let's let's go. Okay, yeah. Let's 
well, we've kind of, we always talk about meal prep versus macros. We've talked about that a lot. Um, Please refer to our episode. Yeah. I think we have like a whole one on meal prep. Um, what's the best, what is the best workout split for bikini? Uh, I think that's different for everyone though. Yeah. I know. Cause the other- you should do it. You should do what your coach tells you to do in terms yeah. of that. Cause they're going to look at your physique and say, this is what you need to grow. This is what you need to avoid growing and then listen yeah. to that. Okay. Yeah. I have a question that is just fun that we can kind of end on. Okay. What is your guys's most embarrassing like prep secret? Like, is there something that happens to you or that you do during prep that you're like, oh my God, I hope no one ever finds out about this. You need to start yourself because I need you to like, give me an example. So I know what I'm working with. So what is yours? Okay. Um, well, mine would probably be like, I always really get nasty prep sweats and I'm talking like, I will have to change my shirt probably three times in a night and I sleep with towels down through my whole prep because I sweat so fucking bad at night. It's disgusting. Like I will wake up and like slop my shirt onto the ground. It'll be like. Like I can like ring that shit out. Oh my god! No, (laughs) me neither. I'm just cold all the time in prep. I am until I'm sleeping, and then it's just like it doesn't even matter. Like I'm fucking sweating. That's very crazy. So thermogenic. Um, Um, mine would. Oh, go ahead, Gabby. No, I'm not ready. You go for it. Okay, (laughs) one of mine would be like. I don't know when to shower because I'm just a constant sweaty cycle. And I'm like, I don't want to shower three times a day. Like, so sometimes if I'm like, let's say I wake up and do morning cardio and I'm sweaty afterward, but I know I'm just going to the gym right after work and I work from home. I'm like, well, I'm just going to like shower after the gym and then I'll just... (laughs) not shower and then work and then go work out and then I'll shower like at night before bed because at least I'm like getting into bed like clean oh my god I can see Ash's face because we just like how much she loves to shower okay but (laughs) if it's like that's if I do like a half an hour light cardio like now where I like literally don't even because I don't sweat a lot like I don't Mm. I'm not like a sweaty person um, but if it's like deep in prep and I'm doing like an hour, then yes, like I will shower before I work. Cause I'll be like dripping, but, um, but it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like when you literally do like the gym every day, it's like, do I shower like literally every morning and every night? Like, you know, I don't know. That was mean, for me. Yeah. Cause I usually am, you know, at a gym working with my clients back to back and back. And then I am like, when I do my cardio, sometimes I have to have a client cancellation. So I'll do my cardio. And then I'm like, now I've got to go train more people. And I don't even get to shower in my nasty clothes. So yeah, I get that. That's a vibe. And that's why it's so funny when, you know, when show day comes and we're all looking so glam and fabulous. And then, yeah, we know the truth. Like we know how bad we smell (laughs) or like how many showers were missed, but Oh man, you guys, I don't know. I think my one that I find is funny. It's not as embarrassing, but it's funny. Is like, if I look back on my posing videos, 
just my face before and after the posing it's so like either annoyed or tired or unattractive that if I screenshot all those ones and made an album it would be legendary like oh god I can do that to you (laughs) yeah like the true reality of prep is like your face when you're so dead and your hair and just the whole look aside from your physique I think that shit's funny if we were to look back on that stuff yeah like the diet face you know what I mean like that shit is just it's really not that cute (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess I have one more weird one. I do always put my left heel on first, no matter what. And it's like a ritual. Like I can't, if I put my right heel on, I have to go back and do it. Like I'll have to. No way. Really? Yep. And I don't, cause I wear heels with the straps. I never fully strap them until it's actually show day. That's one thing too. I do the same. I don't ever fully like do them up. Yeah, so I guess a couple weird little like rituals there, but I'm sure every competitor has rituals. Um, yeah. If somebody like has like a cinnamon bun or something and like they're near me and I'm like at the end of prep, I'll be like, can I smell it? And they're like, why do you do this to yourself? I'm like, let me smell it. Oh, I do that too. I like, like to uh, smell the foods. Smell the bun. Yeah. I actually have um, one more too. I, um, I'll get people to like eat what I want to eat and like describe it to me as they're eating it. Like I get this weird satisfaction out of like, watching people feel? eat. Yeah. Like I'll like for hours and hours, I have a few people that I'll watch on YouTube and they just eat and I just watch it oh, for God. hours. <laughs> oh, I did that my first prep and I can't do it anymore because no, I cannot. Yeah, it just isn't, it's not an effective way for me to use my time. I have to do the opposite. Like I have to unfollow all of the food pages that I follow. <laughs> so the yeah. You can like tell the algorithm, like what you're not interested in seeing. And I like, don't really, ever like, show me this. Do not show me this. Like I'm not interested. It's irrelevant. Seen too much already purchased. Like you name it. Yeah. It's a spam. I don't want it. Yeah. Okay, the other thing too is like with my leggings or like workout outfits, like if I literally put it on and go train shoulders and I'm there for 45 minutes and I don't sweat, like I will not put it in the laundry. Like I'll wear it a second time. I don't care if anyone thinks that's gross, but like it's no different than like I've done it. I've done it. I don't, I know that wash less, wear more is actually like how you keep your garments, you know, in a good but yeah yeah I'm um yeah I'm super guilty like I don't I don't I'm a little bit like that too like with certain articles of clothing unless it's like very sweaty no if I'm like if I actually sweat like I will take it off but like I will I will wear like my workout sets more than once because I'm like I can't it's just not good on the garments yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah well that was a fun episode today fun chill episode i hope that helps some people at least with the more serious questions yeah 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 all right guys well thank you for listening to another episode of overall package podcast you can find us on instagram at overall package podcast and i am astronaut fit mine's allison and fitness and i'm gabrielle folietta all right Bye. bye